to well it doesn't matter Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And this week is just a check-in. <laughs> yes. Was last week our discussion? No. What was our what did we talk about last? Was it, it, our, it was our discussion. <laughs> I think it was our discussion on um, True Biz. Okay. This so, is another uh, yeah. Reading with Celebrities After Dark episode. It's late. <laughs> No, yeah, it was, yeah, last week was just our check-in on, or our discussion on True Biz, so we are not ready for the next book. No, I am, I am 24 pages in, so. I don't even have it yet. Well, I was not, I put it on hold because it said it was, like, you know, 10th in line or something, and then. Yeah. The next day it was like, hey, it's being held for you. I was like, I'm not ready for this. I'm telling you, do you remember when that happened to me? It was like, you're 56 in line. And I was like, okay, I have some time. And then like two days later, it was like, hey, it's ready. And I was like, what happened to those 56 people? Like, like, did everybody skip? And was like, no, 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 no. Like, everybody just died. I mean, I I get so, oh, it drove me insane. Like, I put them on hold in the anticipation of like you're gonna give me a few weeks before you have to plan out your reads like you can't just you know yes well i fully expect i'm trying to get through it now because i fully expect pretty soon i'm going to have um, my best friend's exorcism and bones and all available so i'm next in line for those yes uh you know, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and they're like, hey, "Are they you ebooks? Eight thousand books to read? No, they're physical copies. Because the okay. the ebooks, I'm like seventh in line, like you know, yeah, further. But so, yeah. is that the only book you're reading right now? Yes. Okay. I mean, I have an audiobook. I'm listening to The Ritual by Adam Neville, but I'm not that far into it, so. I know, some exciting stuff. Yeah. This week. I mean, I do have my list of books that I've finished and we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, let's talk about them. Okay. Well, finished Burning God, so I'm done with Poppy War. Okay. Series. So I I think the second book is the strongest out of all of them. The third one, a lot of traveling, a lot of, like, like, there's some battle stuff, but it was kind of residual. It was a little more mm. just, like, all right, it wasn't as exciting. Um, but then, of course, so I was getting ready to give it, like, three. And mm. I was like, man, I don't think this is that good. Then I got to the stupid ending, and I was, like, <laughs> trying not to cry. I was like, oh, my God. This is amazing. A- what a series. What a series. I-, I heard it gets really emotional at the end. Well, because it's, like, the entire time it's just this like complete breakdown of the main character you just kind of see her spiraling out of like out of her mind and mm-hmm. becoming over suspicious of everybody around her even the one that she's like bound to yeah. and you know there were a couple of times where you're just like 
you're not this stupid. Like you were not this <laughs> stupid in the first two books. It's so clear who's the traitor. She was just like, oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> How do you not see this? Yeah. But yeah, and then, so I give that one, I ended up giving that one four, but overall the series is strong four and a half. Nice. not five. So okay. definitely, it was a good recommendation. I've got her, I've got Babel on holds and then she's got another one coming out called yellow face that i'm excited to read as well i have not heard a bad thing about babble i think i think somebody on like goodreads had read it and they only gave it like three stars i was like well i also don't she's also she also gave their time like two stars so i was like i don't okay okay that's i don't nice. trust you so <laughs> yeah well also if you're if you do book of the month babble was one of the choices this month so I almost reconsidered signing up just, just to get, to get it, the book. Just to get it because it's a little bit cheaper with Book of the Month. So I almost considered it. Because I was like, that's a pretty nice deal. Because it's already yeah. very it's very popular. Mm-hmm. And so to have it as a choice for your book of the month is pretty awesome. So yeah, yeah I was I was tempted. The um the library only has like the ebook copies right now. I started off with like having three, and they're like, "You're fourth in line. Your library has acquired an additional thirty-six copies because <laughs> like yeah. everyone's such in demand, uh, such in high demand." But then I looked, I'm like, "I'm surprised I don't have a physical copy of it yet." And it says they have one on its way, so I put myself on hold, but there's no number. Like I don't. <laughs> You're, you're gonna be number one when it gets there. I just keep myself on the list because I was like, oh, I don't know what this is, but maybe maybe they signed up for book of the month and they're just waiting, just waiting for it to come. Yeah, they're just waiting for their order to come in. Uh, yeah. But then I also I read Frankenstein. Okay. As well, and I read it while listening to audiobook. Oh, I like. Which it. I actually very much so recommend because it's mm-hmm. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. I'm gonna say it's Dan Stevens. Um, he did it, and he did a very, very good job. And I can understand like why talked about Liz saying it's one of her favorite books of all time. Like, understand why she likes it. And it's not very much so the typical like boo scary horror. It's yeah. more of pretty wild. Like, you know, if this were English class, you could easily write a paper. Okay. <laughs> so like. Yeah, it's quick. It's only like 200 pages. Nice. I feel like I've got another classic on my shelf that I've actually read and not just collected. Like all the other books, not just classics. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, and then I finished The Deep by Nick Cutter. I think I talked about Did I talk about that already? You talked about it, like, that you were reading it because he talked about the troop that he also wrote. Okay. And I keep getting confused that you read the one with the mermaid on the cover. The deep. Because no. that's the, to me, that's the one that pops up first when you search it. Yes. And this is different. Yes. And there so were no said, mermaids in this. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt like that would, I don't know what the deep with the mermaid on the cover is about but i just assumed that was the book that you were reading <laughs> and then when you're like by nick cutter and i was like that's I not like the book. mermaids i was like that's not the book i was thinking of 
this book scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. From from page one to the very end, the last page, I was just like filled with dread the entire time. Oh no. And I will I will warn people there's animal stuff in this. Um, mm-hmm. so because part of it is there's this research lab down at like eight miles underneath, um, like into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so they brought like guinea pigs and bees and two dogs and some mice and rat like stuff to um, have down there, see how they react to this substance and stuff. But like it opens up showing the man who, what, a man who has come down with, they call it the gets, where you just start slowly forgetting everything and then eventually your body just forgets how to function and you die and so from there that was creepy because he had like praying mantises all over his head that was you know gross and then going down into like the whole like description of the descent down into like the laboratory that's eight miles down where they've seen like no, oh, it's like cute little fish, a dolphin, a whale, and then it's all those like dark, deep sea creatures that are yeah. so scary. At one point, there's like a giant squid that comes back, and then they're in the underwater laboratory. And because it had to be built to withstand this pressure, it's like weird. You have to like crawl through tunnels. So then, on top of like being underneath, dark and trapped there, you're there's like scenes where he's like, I'm stuck in this this tunnel and I can't get out like I'm stuck I cannot oh. like move and I was just like <gasps> that's like oh, that God. cause of oh, like claustrophobic right there yeah it's just like I was like oh like if you've ever people seen people do the like the spelunking where they go like through the caves and stuff and they yes, I hate that. stuff. that's I how it that. was the whole time I was like I hate oh, that so God. much and then there's like this guy's backstory so it goes into like like how gross his mom was and how kind of like sadistic his not sadistic but like his brother is the smart one and so he's the scientist that's down there he has to go talk to his brother essentially yeah like his brother like his weird upbringing and then you know he he grows up he becomes a veterinarian marries this woman they have a son but then something happens with the son and so, like, it very much so reminded me of, like, a lot of old school Stephen King books. Mm-hmm. So, I really liked it. I think I gave it a four. Nice. Yeah, it really terrified me. So. I feel like the way people have been talk about, like, Nick Cutter is, like, it's just very visual and, like, you feel it. Like, the, the body horror, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially with the troop or whatever. Yeah. I just definitely not my cup of tea i don't think i could handle that at all sorry i was shooting on a piece of licorice uh. <laughs> and you're talking to yourself tiffany good luck <laughs> i have no response no, it was the description of oh god like still thinking about getting stuck in one of those things because there is one where he doesn't realize like he's going straight and then it turns but he doesn't realize it's turned so he's just like on his side can't move anymore and he's just and also he has this thing where it's like when it's in the dark he can hear things trying to come at him so he's laying stuck in this tunnel and he's like 
that's it. That giant centipede's coming after me. I was like, no. <laughs> so it was very good. I, uh, I I definitely liked it better than the troop, just because there was there still was some body gore, but definitely not as much. Yeah. Well, and I feel like yeah. I haven't seen you like have a good reaction this year to like a good like horror type of book. So. I like that. Like that you're like you said you were just like intense and like when your body's like when you realize like how tense your body is when you're reading something until like you've put the book down and then finally your body's like, oh, and you're like, like I didn't realize I was holding all that in. <laughs> yeah, it was uh I don't know, like and it felt like too one of those things where like as I was reading, like as the character was getting further and further into the thing, like I was starting to <laughs> I was just like, ah. Ugh. So yeah, it was, it holds I, up to the hype. It was very good. I remember when we read Gerald's Game for Book Club and like the detail of her like trying to like oh. get her hands from the handcuffs and like <laughs> the peeling back of the skin and yeah. like trying, <laughs> like I felt it so yeah. much. Like, the description was done so well that I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and you, like, want to cover your eyes, but you're not, like, watching anything. You're just reading it. That's why I refused to watch the movie, because I was like, if it's anything, like, the description, I was like, there's no way I can watch her, like, try to pull her wrist and, like, break them in, like, the way that she was talking about her skin getting, like, peeled back. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. I would rather sit there and just, like, move the handcuff back and forth to try to saw through the wood. <laughs> yeah, like, eventually, the, the bed's got to break eventually, right? Eventually. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just I'm not... like, you just hear, like, they're just, like, but dragging then, the bed behind them. But then also the aspect that, like, there was also a serial killer on the loose. Yeah. Oh, God. And, like, he came into her house, and she couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. I'd be like, just kill me. <laughs> Man, I can I can run from you. Just like, please. like clearly I'm, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, I don't think I've finished a book since we read True Biz. Well, but I've started I, to. Well, I have a recommendation for you. Ooh, another one. Because I read Burning God Frankenstein and the Deep. But then we had our true biz discussions, but I didn't get a chance to talk about them. But I have read this since, and it's by the same author who wrote uh, the AG, AJ Vickery. Vickery uh huh. Gabrielle Zevin. Yeah. Yep. And it is called Young Jane Young. And this is exactly what Whisper Network should have been. It's short, it's about five women. So the first one is Aviva, and she, when she was in her early, early 20s, was working for, um, like, a state senator, congressman, and they struck up an affair, and the affair was found out, and essentially, like, her, like, her life, her career was decimated because of this. Mm-hmm. Then there was her mother, Rachel, who was just doing everything in her power to protect her daughter, was really, like, encouraging her, like, you need to get out of this. This is not good for you. All of a sudden. Then there is, um, oh my goodness, what was her name? The congressman's wife. 
um, and Beth, there's her, uh, his wife, and it's kind of her discussion of, like, from her point of view, it's what she's had to do to maintain, like, her, like, her reputation, her husband's reputation mm -hmm. throughout all the scandal. Then there is Jane Young, who is this single town, a small town, single mother who decides to run for mayor. And her daughter, Ruby, who knows her mom, has a secret, but is trying to figure out what it is. Mm. It's great. I loved it. Yeah. It was short and easy. The characters were all kind of like funny and snarky, but in a good way. Not like kind of like how Sloane was trying to be snarky, but she just came out across as yeah. a total mega bitch. Um, I felt like... Like my one of my main issues with Whisper Network was none of the characters were likable and essentially wasn't saying anything new, wasn't offering any new arguments when it came to like Me Too and sexual harassment okay. in the workplace. So this one really kind of mirrored like the Monica Lewinsky thing and how after that came out, like Bill Clinton essentially kind of escaped unscathed or there was just a bunch of jokes about him where you didn't yeah. hear anything from Monica Lewinsky for years after it happened because of her reputation mm -hmm. and so the author kind of tackles that and essentially calls out all of like the feminists saying like like we all knew what he did was wrong and he didn't he didn't get any consequences from it because he went on to be like a very popular congressman and mm -hmm. state senator and all that. And so, and there's this scene where Aviva, like she had to like drop out of school, all this stuff. because She was getting such harassment. She goes back to school and she's taking this, I don't know, like feminist, feminism course or whatever. And she ends up writing this paper where she says, I'm not a feminist, I'm a humanist. And her teacher is like, hey, I really want you to rethink this, you know, I don't think you quite understand the definition of feminism. And if Eva goes, where were all of you when I was getting decimated in the news and he was able to keep going with his life? And she oh. was like, well, it was difficult because he was really doing a lot for women's rights. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, and I can't remember, like she had some comeback then that was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, so I was the sacrificial lamb for no reason like so he's the feminist okay got it yeah so it was just like it had a happy ending none of the characters annoyed me i don't know i just really really liked it i think i okay. gave it four stars so i recommend it i think you would like it okay well and also i was looking because like you said she wrote the story life of aj fickery but she also wrote Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which is really popular right now. Like, I've mm -hmm. seen it everywhere. So. Oh. I was like, I was looking for a quick read um, while waiting for books on hold and stuff. And so I saw someone had read Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And, you know, of course, that one's on hold for like eight million years. Yeah, because it's yeah, it, I think it's very new and it's very mm -hmm. popular. And then, um, but Young Jane Young came up, and I was like, you know what? Sure, I can give it a try. <laughs> I loved try it. it. It was a good, good random pick. Nice. 
I like when you do that. Like that's how like the like the plot that I read. Like mm-hmm. the only reason I chose it, it just happened to be available. Like when we were doing the um, challenge, the Kindle challenge, and it was like read one of these books listed, and it just happened to be one that was like ready for download at the library that I didn't have to wait on. And I was like, whatever, I'll just read it. And I ended up really enjoying it. Like I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So I I like books like that. Like there's I feel like there's so many books this year that like I feel like I'm like I pulled an audible and I'm like, okay, well I know I said I was gonna read this, but I'm reading this instead. <laughs> like change my mind. I wanna read this. Which is how it should be. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I think last time it was probably two weeks ago since we did the discussion on True Biz last week. But I think I had mentioned that I had found um and then there were none on my shelf. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm immediately adding that to like my TBR. I was like, I have to. So I started that like last Monday. And I just read it like during like my lunch, 30 minute lunch break or whatever. But I'm really liking it a lot. Um, It's so good. And I keep like reading people's like reviews of like, I did not see the ending coming. So I hope that I have like that same reaction. Like, I don't want to figure it out. I don't want to guess the ending. I want to just like go in there and just enjoy it. And like, I want to be so like shocked and like, I don't know. So, so I will say I did not see the ending of that one coming, mm-hmm. and I certainly did not see Murder on the Ori- Orient Express coming at all. Oh, so okay. if you're liking this one, that's the other one I recommend. Okay, okay. And then the other book that I started reading, and again, it just happened to be like available for download, like at the library, um, is unmasked my life solving america's cold cases which is by um paul holes and then robbie gabby fisher um we all know paul holes um he now has a new podcast called buried bones um but obviously he is very famous for being playing a huge part in the golden state killer case so um i started reading that last week as well and that one's pretty good because like he kind of starts from the beginning on like how he got the job. Like he kind of was like us, like he got the job working in the um, toxicology section, like with his, and then like he started like getting interested in like, he wanted to go to like crime scenes and stuff and like a criminalist position came up. And so like he applied for that and that's kind of how he got involved with like actually getting to go to crime scenes and stuff. Um, And so he talks about, like, his personal life, like, being married, and, like, he's he gets divorced and stuff, like, in his first marriage, he has two kids, and, and then now in his current marriage, he has two kids, so he's talking about, like, how he kind of was, like, so wrapped up in his work that he wasn't a good husband, like, you know, that kind of thing, and, but then he also sprinkles in, like, these cold cases and, like, these um, murder crime scenes and stuff that he went to, like, the one I'm reading right now is the crime like talking about one of his very first crime scenes where he was the one in charge of it and so i like just hearing about the stories itself like about the crimes themselves because a lot of these are not ones that we've like heard of 
-hmm. Obviously, he talks about the Golden State Killer as well, but I think that's closer to the end of his career. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I find it like really interesting. I haven't been able to get into his new podcast. I haven't started it. I just, I don't know. It did grab me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's just because I was running through podcasts and so I was kind of over it, but I do yeah. miss his Madison Reed ads when he was doing um, Murder the- Squad. <laughs> yes, because you could tell he was just reading. <laughs> he had no idea. He was like, was like Madison Reed, my <laughs> wife, likes to dye her hair but going to the salon. <laughs> Is it <laughs> <laughs> that always used to crack me up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. It, it like, automatically came up on my thing because it basically took the place of Murder Squad. So mm-hmm. it just, like, it's already, like, on my thing. But I think the only reason I heard the first episode is because my favorite murder played that one. And so... But... Kate Winkler Dawson, who is his co-host for Buried Bones, she also has her own podcast as well. And I've listened to a few of those, like um, Tenfold More Wicked and stuff. So, but yeah. But yeah, so that was, um, those are the two books I'm currently reading. And I'm, I'm really enjoying both of them. So I'm like, okay, I'm not in a slump. I like, I feel good when I pick up either one to read. Like, I'm like, okay, it'll be good. Nice. Yeah. And then I have a really good podcast that it's so good. It's another mm-hmm. like seven parter, get you through it, whatever. But it's Lost in Panama. And about it's the about the girls. The two Dutch girls mm-hmm. that went missing and they found their bodies. So good. It's really good. I've heard. That one's got, that's one of the ones that has a lot of good theories that actually make sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy like, you know, there's a ghost man in the woods following them. No, like, yeah. they And they cover all of them. Like, there's the, you know, a theory that they could have been murdered because of the last person they were seen with. And also one of them could have gotten hurt and they couldn't get help, you know. <laughs> and then another one is like, um, they went past like where they were supposed to turn around and they didn't realize it and like they're like usually when you're like doing hikes like that it's smart to follow the river because it usually leads you to a town and they mm-hmm. said this is like the one time that you don't follow the river but that's something yeah and it was something they could have easily done not realizing it and so they've definitely they're they're not like you said they're not like focused on like a crazy theory they're looking at all theories like the murder the accident anything like that Getting, like just getting lost like even the yes. pictures that at first glance look so sinister one theory i heard was like if you had a flash and you had no way else to see mm-hmm. you walking along and taking a picture so you could see real quick yeah like that's yeah that's what you're gonna do and that's what's gonna create those weird photos because you're not yeah. really just trying to capture anything and they're definitely trying to interview people in the town and stuff um there are people that seem suspicious that are like kind of keeping quiet but I don't know so I I really liked it it's it's done really well it was um like these podcasts that I like 
keep recommending it's because of like other podcasts that I hear like it's part of their ads or something and usually I'll like fast forward through like one of those and then I'm like wait a minute <laughs> this sounds really good so, yeah. yeah so those those are the things I'm listening to and reading right now right now right now this might be short because I don't think I've had anything else to talk about yeah, I was trying to think. Let me look at my notes again. I think. Oh, well, we also, something while you're looking through your notes, we started our 25 days of bookmas on Instagram. Yeah. So every day through Christmas, we will be posting some fun, festive, book-related posts on our Instagram, which is Reading with Celebs. And we still need to do today's, but... That's besides the point. <laughs> Literally before you text me yesterday's for it. I like looked down and I was like, oh, I gotta do this. Like I had just snapped a picture. It and was like, hey, is this? And I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, it was so weird. I was like, I was like, I know we talked about it yesterday. I was like, let me text her real quick. Cause I was like, I know like all of a sudden you're like not at your house and you're like, crap. You know, like those kind of things. Like you're like, I'm not home. So I was like, let me text her real quick. See if I need to like grab a pick of something. No, I, <laughs> I just, I just throw stuff together. I'm like, this looks Christmassy. Yeah, <laughs> and I had just gotten some of my Christmas stuff up. So I was like, this will do. Yeah, yeah we don't have our tree. Yeah, we don't have our tree up yet, but we have like some other things. Also, I'm not happy right now with UPS. They do. So yesterday, so yesterday we took my grandmother out for her birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And while we were out, I said I had three packages that were delivered at 12.05 p.m. And I was like, dang, like everything's gonna be here. It's like Christmas morning, but for me, because I bought it all for myself. <laughs> and <laughs> um I get here and they're not on the porch. Mm-hmm. And I was like God, somebody stole our crap. I was like, somebody stole. We looked at the ring camera and we looked at like, we have the one for like the doorbell. And then we also have one on our garage where you can see the street. No UPS ever came by. No UPS. Said delivered on my front porch, nothing. Like, and you could see if like he came by like down further down the street, like dropped it off accidentally at another neighbor's. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm giving them until tomorrow when I get home from work. If I still don't have my three packages, I'm going to contact the three sellers first, the three companies that I ordered from, and then I'm going to be filing some claims to UPS. I do know I had something similar happen to me where they said something had been delivered in my mailbox. It had not been. And so I contacted Amazon. I was like, hey, and they were like, well... Basically, what happens sometimes is that they mark it as delivered, but they don't actually deliver it until, like, the next day or 48 hours yeah. later. Which is yeah, annoying. So, Just don't mark it as yes, delivered. Yeah, and I think I was reading something, too, that said, um, like, I think it was, like, a guy that used to work for UPS, and he's like, we have a deadline, so we always mark things as delivered, so it's already scanned. And so mm-hmm. then when we drop it off, we don't have to scan it at your porch. Like, it was delivered or whatever. So that's why I'm like, I'll... Because it was Saturday, and I was like, and usually you don't have things on Sunday. So I was like, I'll give it till tomorrow. And then I'm going to start complaining and 
writing my my little mean emails. Yeah. Like, I was just like, ugh. And, like, it just sucks because, like, not that these things are, like, super expensive, but it's just, like, now I have to go through this process of, like, either getting a refund or reordering these things. It's just frustrating. It's that time of year where things, ugh, I don't know. So I'm not happy. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I, that was my little rant for the day. That was a good rant. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Anything else? Did you check your notes? Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, cool. So again, Instagram with our 25 days of book miss is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. You can go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we'll see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.